Hello, adulting friends, and welcome back to Adult Encrypted, or where I guess we're saying hi. Uh, it's good to be back. Uh, we are dropping today a bonus episode for you, season 4.5. If you will, we will be back with season 5 the first Wednesday of February. That's February 2nd. As part of our growth strategy and getting ready for season 5, we've hired a coach. We're also looking for ways to reach out to you and hear about your adulting stories and who do you want us to host on our podcast as guests. Just so all of you guys know, Gene will be out for, man two years he's out serving in mississippi we'll mention some of the stuff he's doing so thank you for joining us today and we will see you guys all shortly no that's not no we won't see him but enjoy this episode yeah (laughs) Woot, woot 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 Welcome to Adulting Decrypted, the show where we break down the complex codes of common conundrums into logical living, an effort to decrypt the code we call adulting. We are your hosts. I'm Gene. And I enjoy theater. My name's Ashton, and I am a percussion major at the University of Utah. I'm Gideon, and I like to ride BMX. I'm Roscoe, the dad. The bald one, that's also the financial backer. All right, as you know, we're in 2022, and this is a bonus episode. So we're pretty excited. Woot. What, what? Woot, woot. Woot, woot. Woot, woot. Yeah, yeah we're pre- I'm pretty excited. I mean, it's it's always fun to change uh, years and go into a new year. What's it, what's it like for everybody? What does it feel like? Any difference from 2021? Uh, well, it's a bit warmer. Right now, I mean, it's it not, is kind of weird. Yeah, huh? it's not. It's because I mean, we're still in winter, but it's not. It feels warmer than it was last week. Let's put it that way. Hottest <laughs> January in Utah County history. Really, first, hottest yeah. first first week of first week in recorded history. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who knows? There's a lot of debate, and there's all that snow in Tahoe, and you know, it's been a crazy yeah. winter, but. But yeah, 2022, so I like that it's been warmer, but I mean, psychologically, it doesn't feel any different to you guys to start a new year, you know, a new week, a new, you know, what what gets you thinking about, oh, I want to refresh goals, refresh my ideas. You know, honestly, for me, this, this year change has been the least of the notable, you know, because most year changes, you always think about, okay, it's the new year, time to set goals, but I was busy during the new year, so I didn't really even think about it at all. The day just kind of changed, and I was like, oh, look, now I have to make sure to date my papers properly. Like, <laughs> and that There was you it. go. No, yeah. I like it. No, it's valid, and it's and it's really, I think that happens to us, especially on the weekly basis. Gideon, you were going to say something? The year change, like Ashton said, it's a new date. I have been focusing more on, like, goals and stuff. Good. And I know you're not just supposed to be like, oh, new year, I'll focus on them for a week. But it's it's always a nice benchmark to start again. And and, and, and here's the reality. I, I think both of those thoughts are valid. It's a benchmark. It's a time to start anew. But then give yourself credit. It's just another day, right? And so how do you mix those two? Well, I, I thought a lot about in 2021, coming out of 2021, what, what word or what verb or what, you know, what thing for me was going to be my mantra. What what did I want to have as my personal defined definition for something I did? I'm not and not necessarily. Here's my top five goals, but really the word was. Did you guys catch that? I put it on social media a little bit. I mean, I did. I've seen it, but do you, you want the yeah, suspense of it? me going? I don't know. So no. you can tell. No, us. no. I just want to know. <laughs> I just want to know. Gideon, do you know what it is? 
My guess is integrity, but I don't think that's integrity's right. a good one. Good, guess. and I always want to be. I want to live my life with integrity, but Except but Ashton told me so many times. That's okay. I just can't remember. That's yeah. fine. You're asking if I know what it is. Yeah. What was it? Um. Well, I I'm pretty sure I remember the post, but let me just let me just see if I can pull it up here. Real quick. Oh yeah, I remember. I do remember. I do remember. Come on, uh-huh. hold on. Let me yeah. scroll back yeah. seven days or eight, yeah. whatever it's been. Best oldies of all time. Is that what you're talking about? What happened to our no, modern music? No, that no. was just sad. Oh. <laughs> it was sad because oldies. My, 80, my 80s music has now become oldies music, um, part of it being an adult. The thing that got me is they included the 90s in it. 80s and 90s. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my yeah. music's already oldies, right? The two years of, of my, my music. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> we're drawing this out. Um, yes. The, re- the reality is input. Mm-hmm. The the fo- yeah. the goal I wanted to focus on, or not the goal, the word I wanted to focus on input, and uh, a different question. Um, as it deals with the computer, we're sitting here with one in front of us to do recording. Yep. What what are inputs into a computer? What what items input stuff? Uh, well, you got a lot of different things. You've got a, for in my case, you got a trackpad or a mouse okay. to click on stuff. You've got the keyboard to type stuff in, and you've also got ports on the sides for things like headphones, chargers, and every other thing you conceivably would want to connect Perfect. to your computer. What anything else he's missed that you think could be an input? I had a, I just only had one, maybe one or two more. Bluetooth. Oh, I, I hadn't even thought of that one. That's a good it's one. It's more of an output, but you know, it actually uh, is actually. Well, yeah, it, it could be an input or an output because mm-hmm. the way it, so some of the devices that connect as an input would be a microphone, a camera. I had a camera, a scanner, could mm-hmm. Bluetooth connect to it. Can I go deep? Yeah. You input your energy in the computer. Ah, mm-hmm. I like Time it. And energy in the computer. Well, no, no, you're absolutely right. Because if you didn't put any input in there, what could it, what could it produce out on Absolutely not a. Yeah, you're absolutely. I like it. So, so what are the output devices coming out of a computer? Biggest one for me is probably a screen. Yeah, my yeah, monitor. Right. That yeah. was one I captured. Speakers. It's got got ways. And to... I think that's what you you know with the Bluetooth speaker. I think we talked about that. What else? Uh, it can also like out of the same ports that you've connect stuff to. It can send and receive. So it you can you can get data from a USB into your computer, but you can also transfer data from your computer onto the USB. Yep. So it outputs some type of productivity, something you designed, something you created, um, a printer. You know, a, to your point, a screen. A, what about a projector? You mm-hmm. know. So so the reason why I thought of a computer is because it was so simple. You're like, okay, I'm going to input something. I'm inputting something, and then. The output is some is is the thing that I see, I touch, I feel, I consume, right? I mm-hmm. I now enjoy, but really without a good input, there's there's not output, right? Would you would you agree with that? Yeah, I think sometimes though, as we as we're going into life, we're we're going. I'm so worried about my outputs, you know. So for example, I'm going, hey, I want to run a marathon this year. I don't, but I'm just, if that was one of my goals, I, I have always thought an Ironman would be fun. And then I read about it. And I go, eh, it doesn't sound fun, but you know, some version thereof would be fun. But, but so let's say that it's a marathon, right? That's, that's, that's really like, Hey, that, that would be a big goal, right? I mean, is that something people would write down as a big goal? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. What about being, a, making a million dollars? That's yeah. a big goal, right? Um, so those are all, and they're all valid goals, but 
you know, especially when you use the SMART formula, which was SMART, we talked about it, plenty of episodes, what? Specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and timely. I will right. never forget those. Right. I'm <laughs> so glad you remember because I do not. I taught, yeah. I, I taught it at a Boy Scout camp for like three months. So, yeah. or I learned it. I didn't, yeah. I didn't end up teaching. It's like since right. when? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Nice. But yeah, so there's a lot of smart goals that would be, so you could set a marathon as a smart goal, right? Yeah. But then you get so focused on that goal, you forget some of the key points. And that's, how do I get from point A to point marathon? Mm. Um, and the problem, that there's no problem. The reality with the marathon is what happens if I break my foot like I did one year, you know, it was a stress fracture. I couldn't run for six weeks. Mm-hmm. Then what? Then you throw the goal away, and you potentially you move to something else, right? Yeah. Was the goal to run the marathon? Maybe for some people, but the goal for me was to be physically fit. Mm. So then I have to ask myself: Okay, if my goal is really to be physically fit, and that's one way to measure that I was physically fit, what really matters then? Really, what I do every morning when I get up and go, mm. right? Um. So so my goal this year is to control my inputs. I'm saying, okay, whatever I put in so that I can get out my result. So instead of focusing on the result and saying, hey, I want to manipulate it. And, and we see this with companies as their stock prices. They don't look at what's necessarily best for the company. They look at what's best for the stock and say, how am I going to manipulate the stock? How am I going to increase the stock value? They're not always looking at the long-term health of a company. Mm. And as soon as they do that, they make short-term decisions. Do you have to make some short-term decisions? Absolutely. Right. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> but but rarely are they looking at it as a total picture to say, how do I make the best, most viable, most healthy result? Right. And so that's why I'm focused on inputs. You know, something I like thinking about inputs, too, is I was listening to someone, uh, a uh, <clears throat> reporter for NPR, Ira Glass, um, heard about him talking about storytelling not too long ago, and he talked about the different types of storytelling and how um, modern news, most of that storytelling is result-based storytelling. They're, they're sharing yeah, yeah, with yeah. you the this news. This is what happened. This yeah. is the output. Right. I like it. And um, he goes, but the other version of storytelling is um, journey storytelling. So obviously you have a character that gets from point A to point B. Um, Luke starts as this young kid on Tatooine and then ends up, you know, killing the emperor and, you know, saving the the galaxy or whatever in Star Wars. And that would be considered journey-based storytelling. And the difference of that is one of those, you're focused on the inputs, like all the different things that the character learns on the way rather right. than just the destination. So rather than saying, there's a 20-car pileup on this major freeway, which would be a result-based story, right. you can say, well, today, when people were driving, there was this really, you know, it was icy. The road was crazy icy. And that caused all of these cars to pile up. You know, and so now it's more focused on the inputs along the way. Well, and I like it because when when you see the results of the 20-car pileup, what are you left to, to guess? You're left to guess all the inputs. Right. And mm-hmm. so some of us would look at it and go, oh, it's probably an icy road. Well, we didn't know that it happened in Florida in 65-degree weather. <laughs> right. So then we we make up all these hypotheses in our head of what could have happened because our brains don't like unsolved puzzles. 
right? They'll chew on these puzzles. They'll chew on what happened until they make their own connections and their own, they'll, they'll tie together right, wrong, or indifferent. Hello. If you're listening to this right now, that means you're currently listening to an episode of Adulting Decrypted. And let me just say thank you. My name's Ashton, one of the hosts of Adulting Decrypted, and I wanted to steal a quick second of your time to do a shameless little plug. If you've listened to our podcast for any sort of time, you know that we talk about a bunch of different stuff all about adulting. Because our goal is to help individuals in this task we call adulting. Now, we have just revamped the way that we do this. If you go to adultingdecrypted.com, you can see all of our episodes sorted out by category. We've sorted it into financial, practical, emotional, social, and things just for fun. So, if any of those categories are of particular interest to you right now, you can go onto the website, look through there, and see all of our episodes that correlate with that specific thing. This website's completely free to use. It's just another tool for our listeners to find things that are more important to them now. So, for example, if I was looking at it, I'd scroll through and say, hey, you know what? I want to see what the Adult Encrypted crew has talked about socially. Well, one of our first episodes, season one, episode three, how do I talk to people? That's where we talked about all about to talk to people. So if that's something you want right now, you can go find that right now. Also in this one, season three, episode 15, The Power of a Humble Mediator, where we talked to one of my old bosses about his business as a mayor, also as a small theater owner. Some really cool stuff. So, if you're looking for a better way to organize through all your self-help podcasts, try adultingdecrypted.com and enjoy the rest of the episode. Do you know that's why songs get stuck in your head? Because you don't know the end? Oh, interesting. It's yeah. probably why TikTok does so well too. Cause it's <laughs> little, little pieces. I like that. Yeah. So, so, so you're sitting there going, okay, well, well, how did I fill in the gaps, right? So, if they would have told us part of that Luke Skywalker story, they would have said, hey, Luke started out here on, on whatever tattooed two T Tony. <laughs> that was pretty close. We'll give it to you. Yeah, yeah we'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and and he's over there, and he's a little farmer boy. And the next thing we know, he saves a you know blows up the Death Star. Right. Our brain's going to fill in the gap and say, like the first, well, I remember being little and watching Star Wars and watching him fly to the Death Star and dropping the bomb mm-hmm. in. Oh, I hope I don't, spoiler alert. I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you get It qualifies okay. to be in the oldies era. I think everyone should know about it. Okay. <laughs> I didn't understand the force. I'm like, how did he drop that just perfect and it dropped right through the hole? Yeah. Not realizing that he was using the force. That was the whole that was all the voices and telling him when to do it and right. and controlling the bomb to hit the exact spot in the Death Star to blow up. I'm going, wait a second, how that this was just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, dumb luck. I could dumb luck that, <laughs> but not really realizing all the inputs of all the learning that he went through to get him to that stage. And I think I love that you brought up the news because I I believe that we as a society want to say, oh, let's let's say our big output is to run a marathon. And then we hear this story of somebody that goes out and just runs a marathon. They're, they're sitting on their couch one day and then they go out and run a marathon and you go, oh, see, that's doable. That's totally doable. Mm-hmm. Versus realizing that the input needs to be, okay, on my calendar, 
And the part I can control is Monday morning, I'm going to wake up at 530. I'm going to put on my shoes and I'm going to go run for 30 minutes. And then the next day I'm going to rest because that's what's recommended. Then I'm going to run for 32 minutes and then I'm going to rest and I'm going to condition my body. But I have a daily plan, my inputs to get to that long-term output, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that's where our gap gets happened so often. We sit down and we go, I want to make a million dollars. Because I had to, I had to ask myself that a couple, well, I don't know, about a year ago. I stepped back and went, "Wait a second, why do I, why is that million dollars such a big, cool number to me?" Mm-hmm. And I realized when I was your age, get in, and or, you know, Ash and younger, I thought, "I want to be a millionaire." Why do you think I wanted to be a millionaire? Because it's cool, and you've been told that it's cool. Okay, so so perceptually, outside pressures are telling me that it's something to achieve for. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else that would make you want to be that way? Maybe having experience not having money makes you want to have all the money. That's part of it. But for me, as I really step back and thought about it, it allows me to do the things that I really want to do. Mm. And what I mean by that is I want to go skiing tomorrow. Do I have the money to go do that? Well, my mind, in my 12-year-old mind, 13-year-old mind, when I was thinking of this, a million dollars made me free, financially free. I could do what I want. Well, then when I hit that milestone, I went, wait a second. Now my brain's so wrapped around how do I, how be, how do I become a two millionaire or a three millionaire or a four millionaire that I'm still not enjoying a million dollars. I'm now saying, what's next? How do I go bigger? So I, so I stopped myself and went, whoa, 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 hold on. It's those inputs. Can I spend time with my kids? Can I go fishing? Can I go, you know, <laughs> play? Yeah. Can I go... Yeah. And can I still work on my financial goals and still work on my financial success? Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm like this year, I'm, I don't, I'm not as focused on, I don't want to focus on the results because they're not predictable. Unlike a computer, when you type mm-hmm. on your keyboard and you type the word thought, you know, what comes up on the screen, the word thought, mm-hmm. if we jumbled up all your keyboards and every time, you know, if they change the letters on the keyboards to alphabetical, I would be screwed. Or even, did you know that the way the keyboard's set up on your your computer right now is the not the most effective way to type in the in the American English? I believe it. I mean, you shook your head. Yes. Why? Well, did you hear the story? Well, I know that the old typewriters used to be in alphabetical order, and then people kept breaking the keys because they were going too fast, so they switched it. Yep. Uh, yep, but the, the 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 old typewriters couldn't keep up. Yeah. And then they switched it from an alphabetical order to a more natural usage, like how fast you use the keys, how frequently do you use the keys, not how fast, but how frequency. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because even though the English language isn't, even though A is first and Z is last, that's not the most used. A isn't used a hundred thousand times, and Z is only used once. Yeah. It's really your, you know, your. The stuff they guess on <laughs> Will of Fortune. I like a T. You know, you're right, like, yeah. how many words have T in them? Oh, a lot. You know what I mean? I yeah. want an S. You're like, oh. When they laid it out basically on usage, the, the, key, the, the keyboards couldn't keep up. The processors couldn't keep up. So they, But now if they went and changed all this, mm-hmm. if they changed those inputs for us, it would mess us all up. I would be in so much trouble. Right. I love being able to type and not look at my hands. <laughs> you have to. You know, in order to be successful now, you have to be able to look at the screen and type. Right. Um, yeah. But there's speech to text. There's all these other methods now to input data as well that, right. that typing might become a lost skill because everybody goes, well, did you know they used to have, 
they used to have keys on their computer. <laughs> the oh, first geez. time they took away a CD-ROM from me, I was like, where's the coffee holder? No. Well, I have a Please. I, I have a thought here too, and it might be a little meta. Um, but <laughs> um, we're like, as humans, we're very conclusion based, right? We think about you know what's the conclusion? How do I put this in this puzzle piece together? But with life, it doesn't really make sense to be conclusion based because the ultimate conclusion is death, which is not something <laughs> really because it's not something no, anybody wants. It, it's not funny. I it right. is funny to me, but. I get your. I get where you're going. So it's like it's like the ultimate. I mean, so if that's the ultimate conclusion, you don't want to die. Why focus getting to that inevitable conclusion rather than the journey-based process of it? You Ooh, know, I, in, I enjoying the, enjoying the most of mortality and the frailty frailty it is. Yeah. Um, rather than seeking the conclusion, which is well, something no one wants to do anyway. Well, yeah, not death. I. I was going to go more goal-based with all the inputs because I know, Dad, you were touching on it. But it's like, so you take your end goal, right, your marathon. Your inputs are what you can do. Correct. Yeah, so it's like I'm going to run every day or every other day because that's how muscles work. But you're like, it's what you do to achieve that goal. And sure, it's conclusion-based, like, oh, I want to run a marathon. But it's... Like you're saying, it's the inputs that you should enjoy, and, um, but you still want that end conclusion. Well, and I think even in our marathon example, I love this, that we kind of grabbed onto one and we're staying there. Okay, we talked about running. What else do you think you need to do for a marathon? Eat healthy. <laughs> Eating's got to be a big part of it. What about shoe selection? Mm. Well, what about um, stretching? Right, because that's why I hurt myself over and over because I'm like, crap, I didn't stretch. You know, I'm not stretching enough. I'm not limber enough. You know, so there's there's all these other inputs that we could control that get us to that final output. Mm. You guys in math classes do do teachers still ask you to show your work? Yes. I haven't taken a math class in so long. <laughs> <laughs> the reason is is because then you can go back and look at your inputs and see where you made your gap. So if you're measuring your inputs daily and you're saying, okay, I'm going to run, I'm going to stretch, I'm going to not eat more than X amount of calories, you know, I'm whatever the, the inputs you decide to help you get to that marathon, and you can go back and look at them, then you can draw the conclusion to say, am I getting closer or I'm getting further from my goal? Mm-hmm. Versus if you just go out and try to do yeah. You step back and go, okay, am I putting the right inputs into my body? Am I putting the right inputs into my mind? Am I putting the right inputs into my insert reality here? And then you predict the outputs. Mm-hmm. And if they're off, you go back to your inputs and say, what can I do different? Right. And then when you add the complication of saying, hey, I want to get married or I, I want to go on a date, you have to realize that those inputs that you put into yourself or into that relationship that output becomes a variable that you can't control mm. right and then you have to say okay cool that either that that mechanism wasn't right because the computer's easy a math is easy you said it earlier ashton life's messy mm-hmm. <laughs> you know there's so much messy and yeah. really if the end goal if the conclusion is death mm-hmm. it's how do we enjoy all those inputs in that little dash Right in the on a headstone, born nineteen ninety eight, 
you know, August of 1998, dash, whatever. What are you doing in that dash, that little... That gap. That, that, yeah. that one little thing there. What are you doing there, and what inputs are you attention, intentionally focusing on every day? Right. Well, and to go along that same same theme, I'm thinking about this as you're talking about it. The inputs are probably the most memorable part of the journey as well, rather than the conclusion. Um, oh, sure. Because, I mean, I was thinking about the times that I was counting calories. I lost a ton of weight off that. And that's something that I'm like, I can mention in passing. I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I lost that much weight. But it's not really a, a something I remember or, or take joy from, really. The things that I remember, I was like, oh, I remember being like having that self-control for these things i remember you know going to the gym and being like yeah this is awesome rather than the actual result of those 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 other inputs are more memorable more so than the actual goal that i was going for anyway right the the final is is sometimes a letdown because we we focus so much on what it'll be like when right Mm -hmm. when we paid off the house they didn't give me a button you know what I mean? But it was all those family home evening lessons where we talked about finance. It was moving the pennies off the, you know, off the mantle. It was, you know, our shelf, whatever. It's not really, but anyways, yeah. you know, it was all those progress that we made to your point, Ashton, that, that almost meant more. Mm. Right. It, yeah. it, so anyways, I'd, so the bonus episode for 2021 going into 2022. Thank you. Is that, <laughs> That really focus on your inputs. Try to predict what inputs you need to make for the outputs that you're chasing. And you can be successful. One last tidbit of advice. Show your work. Write down what you're doing on those inputs so you know how to modify and adjust to hit your long-term goals. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you would like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, Feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingdecrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch. If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Adult and Decrypted. We really enjoyed having this week's conversation, and we hope you did as well. If you ever want to comment on a topic, you can send us a message to our website, adultingdecrypted.com, our email, adultingdecrypted at gmail.com, or through our Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn accounts at adultingdecrypted. 
If you have any topics for the show that you would like us to talk about, or if you are a parent and want us to talk about something your kids should know, send us a message on any of the accounts mentioned. If you would like to be a guest or have an idea for someone you think we should have on our show, feel free to send us an email detailing your thoughts to adultingencrypted at gmail.com. Adulting is teamwork. We have merch! If you want to show off your Adulting Decrypted pride, check out our website, adultingdecrypted.com, or our partner website with shop.spreadshirt.com forward slash adulting dash decrypted. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please consider supporting us on our Patreon at Adulting Decrypted. Along with the benefits that come with our Patreon, and trust us, there are some pretty good ones in there, you will not only be helping us continue in the effort to make great content, but you will be part of a community of individuals all trying their best to adult. We appreciate you listening, enjoying, and leaving your positive reviews. Now, the special song from Gene and Gideon. Gideon.